Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. A's cast streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco. 0-2, curveball swing and a miss. And the A's survive in Kansas City. A Saturday afternoon marathon of nearly four hours and the A's prevail. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. Welcome to the A's Clubhouse Show. Joe Hughes in for Chris Townsend this evening as Oakland getting a nice start to their road trip with a 10-6 win over the Nationals to start things off as the A's making their first trip to this ballpark, playing in the nation's capital and seemingly enjoying themselves. A lot of offense, especially early on. Cole Irving getting a win, a lot of nice work from the A's bullpen, but the offense was definitely the story for tonight as we are joined now by the man who called a lot of that action, Vince Catronio, who was on the call for a lot of this A's game because it was a long, long game to start things off. And Vince, how are you enjoying your your time in the nation's capital as uh, the A's are getting their first chance to see this ballpark? Well, I tell you, it's it's a great start, certainly, Joe, to the road trip and wanting to maintain that momentum and join the off day yesterday. A lot of members of the of the uh, traveling party got a chance to kind of relax, get out, see a little bit of the sights, uh, see new museums and monuments, and just enjoy what uh, Washington D.C. has to offer. But more importantly, today. Rain-washed out batting practice outdoors. The A's have not been in this ballpark, as we mentioned. The last time they played in D.C. was 2005 at old RFK. So in terms of taking ground balls and just kind of getting a feel for the ballpark and just kind of getting your feet on the grass and getting a sense, didn't happen until the first pitch. And clearly it was not an issue. The A's got a run in the first inning. Tony Kemp set the tone with the double and eventually scored a couple times. He had three hits. Of course, Sean Murphy, the big story with his first career grand slam. The A's winning at ten to six, but it was it was great to see the A's got on the on the uh, charter, Joe, in great spirits. They had won back to back games against the Yankees. The guys were wearing football jerseys. There's some bonding mm. going on. It was just a sense of uh, let's try to keep this going. Didn't know what was going to happen. It wasn't Cole Irvin's best night. He'll be the first guy to tell you that. But at least the offense was there to to kind of after so many times or how many how many times did we myself or Ken or Alex whatever the case might be would talk about lack of run support for a starting pitcher that was not the case tonight they really did a good job of uh, picking up Cole Urban and it was great to see because it happened uh, throughout the lineup yes Murphy led the way with five RBIs but uh, you look at all the runs scored it was you know seven of the uh, nine starters scored at least one run and that's encouraging yeah it was a very encouraging game as you mentioned you know Cole Urban coming off of 
you know, a career start with all 11 strikeouts in his last outing. As you mentioned, not quite as sharp. Do you think maybe that rain uh, kind of kept him from being able to get into maybe his normal routine? Or what do you think was the issue? We know the early part, the first inning is typically trouble for Cole Irvin in a game. But early on, it seemed like there was a lot of hard hit contact against him. Yeah, I don't think it was. I mean, he was on the field at, at normal time getting ready. I mean, he was out on the field 620, 625 going through his normal pregame routine. That was that was not the issue. He's been so consistent. He's got at least six innings, you know, 11, you know, I think it was 11 consecutive starts going back to late, you know, late June. This was, this was a clunker for him and it's, it's going to happen. He's going to make 30 plus starts for this club. He's going to pitch around 180 innings again for this team. And when you do that, you know, every once in a while, there's going to be one that doesn't go exactly the way you want. You just hope that you can fight, which he did. He was able to get into the sixth inning. Hope that you get some offensive support, which he did tonight. So those are the kind of things that I think do matter in the grand scheme of things of a team trying to come together and pick each other up. So uh, in terms of trying to find something specific that was wrong and say that's something that has to be identified with Cole, I'm not willing to go there. He's been so consistent for the club. Just was a clunker, and you move on to the next one, which will be in Baltimore against the, uh, against the Orioles. Well, Vince, before we let you get out of here, you know, it's a big night for the offense, 13 hits, but this is a night for some of those guys at the bottom of the A's lineup. A lot of these younger guys, Jonah Bride, Cal Stevenson, Nick Allen, all of them getting on base, all of them contributing because the A's were really able to turn over the bottom of the lineup, give it back to Tony Kemp, who had a big night, and eventually to Sean Murphy, who had a big night. But it was that bottom of the order with some of those young guys who are still, you know, kind of going through the ups and downs a little bit here, trying to find their, their footing here in the big leagues. But a game like this is, you know, one of those chances where they can really taste some success and kind of maybe potentially start to build on some of that as they're trying to cut their teeth here at the big league level. Well, that's an excellent point, Joe. I mean, they reached base seven times. The final three batters, all rookies with Bride, Stevenson, and Allen. They scored four of the runs, and you're right. You want, you want to have a lineup that has the ability to turn itself over, and because the A's are, are in a situation where they are still, it's a great unknown. They're trying to figure out, who can sink, who can swim, and, and consequently, the majority of the time when when Marcotte puts the lineup together, he stacks all the veterans at the top, and he runs the rookies all the way at the bottom and just kind of lets it kind of play out. I, I think you want to have a better idea of what your lineup could do one through nine with, with more contributions or more expectations. You don't know what those expectations are right now with so many young players, but tonight was one of those nights where they did do that excellent job of, of getting on base, moving the line, getting some walks, getting base hits, and eventually scoring runs, and that allowed guys like Sean Murphy to have the kind of game that he had. All right, Vince. Well, great call, man. Go enjoy a night in the nation's capital. Enjoy this series, man. You know, I know this road trip's going to happen a little bit more often for you guys with a new balance schedule, but, you know, go start finding your new favorite spots out in D.C. <laughs> I'm going to use your name, Joe. I'm on it. <laughs> okay. Vince Catronio there as uh, we are rolling along with A's Clubhouse. A's getting a nice 10-6 to win. Sean Murphy's Grand Slam really blowing things open. We're going to talk about that. But if you want to line up your calls, the number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. You can also hit me up on Twitter, at Vegas Joe Hughes. We're going to hear from Tony Kemp, who talked with Alex Jensen a little later. He had a big night, Tony Kemp, 
part of the powering this A's offense. Three for five, two runs scored. Uh, uh, yeah, sorry, that was Sean Murphy's line, but uh, Tony Kemp, three for four, two runs scored, two RBI. He was a doubles machine, also walked just to round things out as the A's, the, the bottom of the lineup turned things over, but the A's top of the lineup with Tony Kemp and Sean Murphy, a big night today as the A's get that 10-6 win, their third straight win, continuing to roll along as they've now won three in a row, playing very well over their last 14 games, improving to eight and six. Over the last 14 games, Chris Townsend will join us a little later on as we'll chop it up at 833-625-2278. If you want to line up those calls, we'll also hear from Tony Kemp on the other side as we roll along with A's Clubhouse. Your loan personalized. Whether you're planning your next vacation, backyard landscaping, or even consolidating debt, First United Credit Union can help you check off your to-do list with rates as low as 5.9% APR. Apply online or at any of their East Bay branches. Visit firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics for details. Insured by NCUA. Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly. Cookies and milk. Oakland and Kaiser Permanente. If that last one caught you off guard, it shouldn't, because Kaiser Permanente has been helping keep Oakland healthy since our very beginning. And as the official healthcare partner of the Oakland A's, that won't be changing anytime soon. Whatever you may need, you can trust Kaiser Permanente to help keep you feeling your best. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive. Visit kp.org today. 1-2, swinging a line drive, and that's a fair ball down the right field line. It hits off the sidewalk. Harms back into shallow right. Stevenson scores. They're going to wave home Allen. He will score ahead of the throw coming home. Kemp's going to third, and he slides in ahead of the throw from K-Bert Ruiz. Kemp drives in two. The A's have a 6-4 lead. It is a five-run third for the Athletics. This is A's Clubhouse. That was Alex Jensen on the call there. We're going to hear more from Alex Jensen as he's on this road trip. The A's getting a nice 10-6 win over the Nationals. A good way to start off this road trip after taking two straight from the Yankees. You go on the road and kind of a battle of two of the, uh, the teams record-wise with the worst records in the American and National League battling it out and that's a good matchup for the A's as they come out on top of the 10-6 win tonight. 13 hits from the A's. They had it all over the place tonight, including the man you just heard the highlight from there, Tony Kemp, a big part of this A's offense tonight. Three hits in four at-bats, also walked. He had doubles to, to go on with two of those hits. Two runs scored, two RBI, a big night for Tony Kemp as uh, he was really one of the driving forces for this A's offense. He and Sean Murphy at the top of the lineup. At the bottom of the lineup, it was the rookies. A lot of hits there from the guys like Jonah Bride, Cal Stevenson, and Nick Allen. And it was not a sharp night for A's starter Cole Irvin coming off of maybe his best start of the season when he had those career-high 11 strikeouts. Just five and a third innings, nine hits, five earned runs, and six strikeouts. So he did settle in, but early on, a lot of offense from both of these two teams. You know, it took nearly two hours for the first four and a half innings to get played because there were so many hits, so many walks, so many runs early on in this game before things final settled down. And the A's bullpen, Austin Pruitt, Kirby Sneed, and Acevedo really closed things down and got things a lot quieter after the way things went through the first five and a third innings. 
Good evening, Joe Hughes in for Chris Townsend tonight as we are talking a little A's baseball. Townie will be along shortly. He'll join us. If you want to jump in, the number is 833-625-2278. Once again, that's 833-625-2278. But before we get to your phone calls, we're going to check out what Tony Kemp had to say as he joined Alex Jensen after a big night at the plate. The Coliseum has gone by many names, but none better than The Last Dive Bar. Hi everyone, Ken Korak here, and my friends at Last Dive Bar are helping us celebrate our longtime home. Last Dive Bar has the most unique merchandise for all Oakland baseball fans. T-shirts, sweatshirts, the Ray Fossey line, and my personal favorite, the lights have taken full effect. Visit their website at lastdivebar.com or follow them on social media at Last Dive Bar. All proceeds are invested back into the A's Community Fund and their affiliated charities. Go to lastdivebar.com, that's Last Dive Bar. Ah, hitting the road with the family. On your way to nonstop adventures, no worries ahead. Because you know you can stop at a Chevron station along the way. Get fuel for your car, fuel for your crew. That's Chevron with Tecron for unbeatable mileage and snacks for all. Coffee for mom, chips for the kids, cold drinks for dad. You know, for the road ahead. Toss in some laughs, out-of-tune singing, and a zillion are we there yet? And you just made lifelong family memories. Chevron, together ahead. Now batting, Xfinity Internet. It's made to do anything, so you can do anything. Supercharge your home with incredibly fast and powerful supersonic Wi-Fi. With three times more bandwidth, it covers all the bases and then some. And strike out billions of threats with advanced security that helps keep you safe at home and on the go. If you're keeping score, that's internet that does it all. That's unbeatable internet from Xfinity. Proud partner of the Oakland Athletics. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. When Northern California businesses need some pop in their lineup, they call the bank rooted in the East Bay. Mechanics Bank. Since 1905, Mechanics Bank has been helping Bay Area and Northern California businesses find success and perform at the top of their game. See how they can make a difference in your business today. Call or stop by your local branch or visit MechanicsBank.com. Mechanics Bank, the official East Bay Bank of the Oakland A's. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Welcome back to A's Clubhouse. Joe Hughes in for Chris Townsend, enjoying the A's nice win to start their road trip as they blow out the Nationals 10-6 tonight. Sean Murphy, a grand slam, his first career grand slam, really the deciding blow in this game, but he wasn't the only one that had it going for the Oakland A's today. Their offense was rolling, and it was rolling early including leadoff man Tony Kemp, three for four at the plate, scored twice, two RBI, also walked just to round things out. He caught up with Alex Jensen after the game and talked about how nice it was for the A's to actually get some early runs in a game. A's get off to a good start in Washington, D.C. They take the uh, series opener from the Nationals by the final of 10-6, to their third consecutive win. Joined by Tony Kemp, the table setter tonight, in a 13-hit attack, and uh, Tony, three hits, a couple of doubles, two RBIs tonight. What's the feeling like in the dugout when you know your offense breaks out like that, especially early, and able to answer some early runs from the opposition? Yeah, I mean, I think it was a great job, just one through nine. Um, we had very good at bats tonight, and uh, you know, I think coming off that series against the Yankees, um, you know, playing the the Mariners tough in this last homestand, I think gave a lot of the younger guys confidence, and uh, I think everybody just has that belief in themselves, and you know, listening to what Kotze has to say that. You know, we have nothing to lose, so you might as well go out there, have fun, and uh, let your abilities take over. 
What's the approach against a guy like Fetty? You know, early in the game, you guys worked a lot of deep counts, made him throw over 30 pitches in the first inning. What was working for you guys in your plan tonight? Yeah, well, the lefties, he has a good cutter. He has a good sinker, good curveball. Uh, we just wanted to get him on the plate. Um, he tries to do a bunch of different things, and, um, you know, he's a good pitcher, and we just wanted to grind out some good at-bats, and, you know, that's what we were able to do. You know, he ran his pitch count up, you know, pretty fast there, and then we got to get in the bullpen. So uh, I just think these guys are doing a great job, and, uh, you know, my goal each day is to try to get on base twice, and, um, you know, ever since then, just going with that approach, and, uh, you know, the guys are playing well. So um, I think we're going to continue to do this, and hopefully we finish the season strong. You know, when you come off a run of 17 straight, how, how nice is it to get kind of refreshed on an off day and then and then come back fresh to the ballpark the next day? Yeah, that was a, that was a tough stretch for the guys right there. And, uh, you know, we're just trying to stay uh, as healthy as we can. And, um, you know, you, you see guys in the weight room all the time. And, you know, it's a testament to just their routine and how, uh, you know, you see some of these younger guys and they have a very good plan. They have a very good approach. And uh, it's kind of impressive. So um, they just got to continue to do that. And uh, I just feel like, you know, Getting through that 17-game stretch, man, it was tough, but um, we got through it. Dermis Garcia, first career home run tonight. How cool is that to see when one of your guys uh, does that for the first time? Yeah, so uh, I was able to watch his BP the first time he got called up, and, uh, you know, that's some big-time juice right there. You just got to get comfortable in his own skin and uh, be able to be comfortable in the box. And to be able to watch that one fly for his first one, uh, it always takes you back, gives you chills, and makes you think about your first big league home run. And uh, really excited for him. I think he's got a bright future. So you, I'm sure, you know, you take some of the feeling you had for yourself and can only project it on him, right? Well, what does that feel like when you're rounding the bases like that in a big league ballpark for the first time? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, it's kind of an out-of-body experience at yeah. first. At least it was for me. And, uh, you know, I know for him, he'd been kind of waiting on it because he had hit some balls to the warning track. And, uh, you know, he's been working his butt off just to be able to see him jog those bases. I bet you it was a good feeling. I think he's going to sleep good tonight. When you're batting leadoff, what type of energy do you try to bring, especially the first at bat of the ball game, to kind of set the tone? Yeah, I just feel like uh, I feel like the guys are just fresh after that off day. Honestly, yeah. um, I just wanted to go out there and have a good at bat, and you know, if I see seven or more pitches, that's a quality at bat, and you know, I'm not chasing hits. I'm just trying to go up there and, and get on base for my guys because we have a lot of a lot of good talent in this team. So, uh, just got to continue to do that, and um, hopefully, we keep going and have a good road trip. Finally, Cole Irvin. I know you know he's maybe fighting himself a little bit tonight with the command, but for him to get into the sixth inning with oh, the yeah. lead tonight, you know, as the kind of the veteran on your staff yeah. now, what does that mean for you guys? I mean, just watching Cole and what he's done. You know, I actually asked him, um, you know, what he kind of changed this year, and he said, you know, I'm a big leaguer and I just go about my business as a big leaguer. And once you have that confidence and belief in yourself, you know, he saw what he did against the Marlins, and you know, he was 11 punchies, and then he comes out here today and. You know, had a little bit of a grindy beginning and, you know, the leadoff guy hit a home run off him. But, you know, he settled in and um, he gave our uh, guys a chance to win. And uh, that's what it's all about. You know, when things don't go your way, you know, how do you respond? And he's been doing a great job all year. Tony, appreciate your time. Congrats on the win. I appreciate it. All right, that's Tony Kemp after the A's take down the Nationals in the series opener, 10-6. to 6. Chris, Joe, back to you. Well, thank you, Alex Jensen. A nice job on the call today as uh, he was filling in for Ken Korak, not on the road trip, as the A's get a nice 10-6 win, an impressive 10-6 win for this A's team. It didn't really start that well. There were so many opportunities early on for the, the A's, even though they did get a run early on and they got that first run of the game, which traditionally has been very good for this team. 
they had a lot of opportunities early in this game. They just really weren't able to break through in those first two innings. They'd get guys on, and they'd kind of watch it kind of uh, die on the vine there. But finally, in that third inning, things really broke open for the A's as they were finally able to cash in, blow it open, get that big inning that they'd been looking for. Five runs in the third inning for the A's. They got four more in the fifth, and that's really where they did their work. In the in the third and the fifth inning, five runs and four runs, nine runs in those two innings. And the big blast of the day, Sean Murphy, who has been stellar for this A's team. You know, a rough start for Sean Murphy. I think there was a lot of pressure on him coming into this season to kind of take over guys that had left. You know, he was the veteran on this guy, asked to be in the heart of that lineup, and I think he took a lot of that on those shoulders early on, but he's been so good for the A's down the stretch and here in the second half, three for five tonight, five RBI, five RBI in the fifth inning means you're doing something well. Sean Murphy, that grand slam, his 17th homer of the year. So a big night for the A's backstop as he is continuing to be somebody that they can count on in the middle of this lineup. And it has been nice as they're trying to have all these young guys kind of find a place to play and how they're going to fit in. When you've got an anchor in the middle of your lineup like Sean Murphy has been for the A's, that really allows other guys to feel comfortable knowing that they're going to have a chance to make some mistakes and that there's somebody in the middle of the lineup that when they give an opportunity, they can feel comfortable that that person's going to come through. And Sean Murphy really coming into his own this season. So a big night for the A's backstop. On the TV side, he caught up with Chris Townsend and Biff Roberts and talked about what a big night it was for the A's on this road trip. Murph, what a great victory to start out this road trip. And I got to think for you, we'll get to the first career Grand Slam, but getting your pitchers through this game, in a game you didn't even know if you'd get in earlier because of the weather, how did this victory feel for you? It was great. Uh, you know, Cole didn't have his best stuff today, but, you know, that happens sometimes. And he, he went out there and grinded through five and a third and put us in a position to win. And, uh, you know, the bats picked him up. And like you said, Dermis getting his first homer was huge. That was a big swing for us. And Tony with a big two-run double. So, you know, everybody picked each other up. And that's what I was going to say. All the guys seem to swing the bat well tonight. Do you think that day off played a part in that, or you just think the guys came out a little more focused? Yeah, I mean, it helps when, uh, you know, you do 17 straight and you get that day off, so everybody kind of gets a reset. You know, after some tough series at home and, uh, you know, we had to grind through those and uh, it's always nice to get a day where everybody can kind of decompress for a second. You know, for you personally, when we look at the numbers, it really started in early June and the day we target is June 7th. Since then, you've seen your your numbers dramatically go up, especially July and August. What, you know, basically these last three months, what have they been like for you offensively? Um, they've been good. Um, you know, I'm not doing anything differently. Uh, I'm just doing what I, what I do uh, better. Uh, it's one of those things. It's just a, a process. Uh, you know, there's no big click or anything that happened on June 7th. It was just, you know, it, it started to, you know, put some at-bats together and, and it snowballed from there. And, and Murph, tonight you hit a grand slam. What do you remember about that at-bat and what was the pitch? Uh, it was a slider. And I remember, you know, uh, I took a first pitch slider. And I was a little mad at myself because that was one I thought I could hit. And then I like, got down to two strikes. And it was just a matter of putting the ball in play with two outs there and the bases loaded. And, uh, you know, it was a hanging slider. And, uh, yeah, it was just a good swing. But it was just trying to put the ball in play and do something. One of the things about in your situation being a catcher and playing every single day is learning to get through these dog days as we look at the end of August into September towards the end of the year on October 5th. What is the key for you to stay strong the rest of the way? 
uh, just, you know, try and keep helping the guys out around here. You know, uh, we know our situation and we want to keep winning. Uh, you know, we want to play spoiler for teams. And, uh, you know, I think everybody's motivated to go out and win as many, many games as possible because, you know, that's what keeps you in the big leagues for a lot of these young guys is winning. And uh, they want to prove that uh, they can do that. And so just putting together streaks like this is always good. Well, we always appreciate it. We know it's been a long game. It's hot and muggy. And for you to stay after and talk to us, we truly appreciate it. Go enjoy it with your guys in the clubhouse. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Welcome back. That was the A's catcher, Sean Murphy. A big night at the plate, as you heard, his first career grand slam. Sean Murphy, three for five, two runs, five RBI, as he has just been on fire and helping to lead this team. And really, being an anchor in the middle of this lineup so you can give guys like Jonah Bride and Cal Stevenson, Nick Allen, a chance to kind of figure it out and find where they belong without feeling too much pressure. Even on a team like the A's, we know you know what the record is. It's, you can't hide from that. But just seeing that these guys are going to get a chance to settle in and they don't have to worry about some nights when you've got a guy like Sean Murphy who can carry your offense there. So we'll roll along. But before we step aside, let's give our stations a chance to identify themselves along the A's radio network. A's cast streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco. Well, we've we've heard from some of the principals involved as the A's get the 10-6 win to kick off their road trip, their third straight win, their 8 and 6 over their last 14 games. So the Oakland A's playing some very uh, fun baseball. It's fun when you start to watch some of these young guys and mixed in with some of those veterans who have been important to this club over the last few years. Joe Hughes, Chris Townsend will join us a little later in the next hour, but if you want to jump in and talk with Chris and I about the A's, you can do that. The number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. You can also hit me up on Twitter at VegasJoeHughes. In the next hour, we're going to hear from the A's skipper Mark Kotze. We'll also hear from Cole Irvin. Had kind of a shaky start, not, not quite as crisp as he was in his last outing, but he did get the win for the first time here in the month of August before the calendar turns over to September. So good to see Cole Irvin getting that win and uh, Mark Kotze on his team getting a win as well. That'll be there and your phone calls, 833-625-2278. It'll be Joe Hughes and Chris Townsend as we roll into the next hour here on A's Clubhouse. Hey, Ace fans, check out Longport Fish Company, an exciting new chef-driven seafood restaurant located in the Veranda Shopping Center in Concord. Longport features the highest quality lobsters, oysters, king salmon, flavorful chipino, and much, much more. It features a full bar of craft cocktails, local brews, and a curated wine list. Longport Fish Company is for all occasions, too. Date night, business meetings, catching an A's game at the bar, or bringing the whole family. Check us out at longportfc.com, on Yelp, and on all social media. This is Chris Townsend for the Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek. Great news! Our indoor dining is back, along with our beautiful patio dining. Come taste our world-famous chicken pie that has been served in Southern California for 83 years. The Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek has one of the most dynamic menus, plus a full bar. Pot pies, gourmet burgers, sandwiches, salads, flatbreads, and more. Don't forget, we still do takeout and delivery. For all the information, go to chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com. Hey, Billy, this deck is great for getting everyone together. Thanks. We're really enjoying the outdoor space, especially on a day like today. What's the material? 
Humboldt Redwood from Ashby Lumber. They gave us a great deal, provided us with a quick quote, and we couldn't be happier. We even found a great contractor through their online contractor directory. Don't miss a day outdoors. Visit Ashby Lumber in Berkeley or Concord to see our stock of naturally strong, naturally beautiful Humboldt Redwood. Find out more at ashbylumber.com. For all your building needs, Ashby Lumber. Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based on what it takes to help your company win. And that's why there's UBO Business Services, specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflows, managing documents, and providing the best-in-class office technology. Make your championship decision with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. That's ubeo.com. Pinder, it's a deep drive to left. Ruff is going back at the track, turning around at the wall. He'll turn and watch it fly. You're listening to A's Cast. And it's hit high and deep to right. Back is Meadows to the track. In the shadows, looks up, and it is gone. A majestic drive from Seth Brown with two outs against Michael Fulmer, and the A's are back ahead 5-3. to three. This is the A's Clubhouse Show. Murphy leads the club with 54 RBIs. The righty offers breaking ball hit hard in the gap. Deep left center field on its way. It might go. It does. A grand slam for Sean Murphy. The A's sixth of the year. And they bust it open on Washington. It is 10-5 athletics. 17th home run of the year for Murphy. He's got five RBIs tonight. Stevenson, Kemp, and Brown greet him at home plate. Sean Murphy with a blast, a deep left center, a backbreaker on the Nationals here in the fifth inning on a hanging slider right out over the plate. Little doubt on that one as Robles gave a just a cursory look jogging toward left center field. First career grand slam for Sean Murphy, and it's 10-5 Oakland. Welcome back to A's Clubhouse. Joe Hughes in as Chris Townsend will join us a little later on this hour as the A's get the nice 10-6 win and a good start to the road trip. 13 hits, 10 runs for the A's. And as you heard Vince mention in his call there, kind of the back-breaking blow of the game, Sean Murphy's first career grand slam, part of a four-run fifth inning there that blew things open because the game was kind of hanging. We had a lot of offense in those first couple innings, and then the A's, finally blowing it open there, making it a, a big lead for the green and gold as they were able to cruise on to the 10-6 win, their third straight win coming off of that series split against the Yankees and now matched up against a team record-wise where it's a rarity for the A's this year. They actually have a better record than the team they are playing. So a nice win for the Oakland A's to start this road trip. A33-625-2278 is the number. That's A33-625-2278. You can also hit me up on Twitter, at Vegas Joe Hughes. As I mentioned, Chris Townsend will join us. Uh, his, actually, Chris Townsend's with us right now. Townie ready to hop in here. And Townie, man, the way this game started, it, it seemed a little frustrating early on as the A's had a lot of opportunities in those first couple innings, and you're starting to think, oh, man. Don't let this be one of those nights where they just miss chance after chance after chance. And then finally, it just kind of started to break through for the A's as the game rolled along. 
Yeah, this was the game that, you know, we've talked so much to Cole Irvin over the year about he wants a complete game. And he's had these games where he's been, in his opinion, and really a lot of our opinions, where he has been pulled too early. And this this was the game. And also we've talked about how many games where he's gotten, like, no run support whatsoever. This was, like, the perfect game. You're taking on a team that doesn't have a whole lot going for it. You get a huge lead. I was thinking this is the day for Cole Irvin to go out there and and eat, and, and go for that first CG of the year. But from the first batter on Thomas, second pitch, gone, it was just a struggle for him. He would get the win, but, man, I thought this would be one where he could put it all together. Yeah, and you know, it, the way the ball was carrying early on, it definitely had me feeling a little nervous because it looked like even some of those fly balls, I mean, I know there in Washington the broadcasters are way up high, so kind of hard to get a read on it, but you would hear this fly ball that would kind of die at the warning track, but the way that it sounded on the broadcast, you're thinking, oh man, here goes another homer, here goes another homer, and it just, it wasn't happening, at least for Washington early on in this game, but the ball was really jumping, and you know, that's something we don't see from Cole Irvin that often, that you know, maybe it's just because we're so used to watching him pitch in Oakland that the ball is really going to carry too much on him except for early on in games. Yeah, I thought his stuff was just a little flat. Uh, yeah. Normally he's living around 92, high 94, even almost around 95. And, you know, a couple of the balls that got hit really hard is because his four-seamer has been such a weapon, but it was more around 90. And, I mean, you can't always go everything off the TV gun, but it, he just didn't look himself. He hit two batters tonight. This is a guy that his last outing, seven shutout, no walks. We got walks. We got hit batters. Clearly, he just didn't have his best stuff. But finally, I mean, it's like finally the offense picked him up one time this year. Okay, sorry. I think I, I got dropped there. I'm sorry about that. It was technical, a glitch there for a brief second there, but I, I, I bounced back in there. And as you mentioned, the offense coming right back in because that, that was the star for the A's. I mean, how often do we see this A's team with 13 hits in a game? And, you know, I was talking about it with Vince. As much as it was Tony Kemp and Sean Murphy kind of driving the bus at the top of the lineup, an impressive night for the bottom of that lineup as Mark Kotze likes to stack the rookies down there Jonah Bride, two for four. Cal Stevenson, two for four with a walk. And Nick Allen, two for five. As these guys were able to kind of get on base, have some success, turn the lineup over. I know Nick Allen kind of got robbed of a hit later on in the game so that he could have had even more. But, you know, with these guys kind of matching up against competition record-wise against the Nationals, against guys they're kind of used to seeing, it's a good opportunity for them to really start tasting some success and start feeling comfortable at the plate. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. I mean, this is this is an opportunity for these young players to learn how to be professionals at this level, which is different from the minor league level, and to go out there and know that they're going to play, that you're going to get that offer, opportunity. And it's one of the reasons why. It was sad that – it was sad, but it was a necessity that – Jed had to go. Stephen Piscotty had to go. Elvis Andrews had to go. Because to get, be able to get these guys the opportunity to play. We got to see these guys play. It's beneficial now, and it's also beneficial so when they go to spring training that they're not looking to survive. They're looking to compete for jobs for next season. So that's, you know, 
bad teams need to utilize this time of the year, just not to play out the schedule, but to start preparing their guys for the future. And that's, you know, at some point I'm going to want to see Christian Pache back in there. That's why I keep wanting to see Dermis Garcia. I don't know how good he can be, but he's just 24. He keeps swinging it, so let's see him. And don't take him out for two days. Play him every day when you think he starts uh, running a little low on fuel. Give him a day off. But these guys are young. They want to play every day. They're getting their chance to play in the big leagues. Give them that bat so they can learn. And if they do fail a little bit, who cares? Don't take them out. Keep throwing them out there. Keep throwing them into the fire. That's, I mean, that's what I would do. Yeah, and I'm with you, man. I mean, like at this point in the season, if I'm a fan – I'm more encouraged watching some of these guys that I feel are going to be part of the future, be part of that next competitive window that the A's are, are building towards that you start hearing about in the minor leagues. It's a little bit easier going through the end of a rough season like this when you're looking up and saying like, okay, you know what? Maybe Jonah Bryant is going to be somebody. Maybe Nick Allen is going to be somebody. And especially on the pitching side of things, the way J.P. Sears has looked early on, the way Adam Aller has looked uh, in his last few starts. And then later on this week, you know, the reports that the A's are planning to call up their top pitching prospect, Ken Waldachuk. And those are the kind of things, if you're a fan and you're, you've been waiting around because you know how rough record-wise it has been, that's when it starts getting encouraging, when you start seeing these top prospects like Shea Langoliers and now Waldachuk coming up later on this week, that, that really starts making you encouraged once again that, you know, the future is starting to arrive once again. No doubt about it. And that's and that's what we got at this point, right? I mean, this is this is where we are. I mean, we're we 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 are it's not a good record. Same thing is happening with the Nationals. They're playing, you know, as you saw Abrams. Abrams is the kid that got the shortstop in the so and the Juan Soto deal from San Diego. You're you're trying to see if the young guys that you've acquired, whether you've drafted them, free agent signings or you traded for him, you know, you want to see. And I'm really excited about Waldachuk. You know, Waldachuk could be a guy that's in the rotation next year. And if you're trying to say me, if you're trying to tell me we got two rotation guys for Frankie Montas, man, that will be fantastic. Yeah, I mean, just look at this. Uh, you're looking at this A's rotation potentially going forward. That's a lot of former Yankee farmhands in there. If Ken Waldachuk winds up grabbing one of those spots with J.P. Sears and, you know, even James Caprillion, and you throw another New York guy in there. I know he came over from the Mets and Adam Aller, but that's a lot of talent coming over from New York and filling out this A's rotation. But you're right, because Waldachuk is one of those guys that has kind of that higher ceiling. You know, a guy like J.P. Sears, as impressive as he has been, you know, kind of a lot of people viewing him as maybe kind of a number three starter, which is really good. You need those guys. But when you get those guys like, you know, Shea Langoliers coming up and has that high ceiling, a Ken Waldachuk, another guy that is viewed to be one of those guys that could potentially be, you know, your one or two starter because of his strikeout potential. I remember when the A's went through this last competitive window. I mean, when Sean Mania first came up, that's when it started to feel exciting again. And, you know, like, you don't know who these guys are going to be. Prospects are prospects. And you, you might wind up with J.P. Sears being maybe the best player the A's got back in that deal. But you don't know until they get a chance to play. And just th the thought of seeing them play and seeing them play at this level and compete at that level, yeah, there's going to be rough times. We get that. But that's when it that's when it's fun, man, when you get to watch this uh, this journey. And that's, you know, that's why it hurts when the A's lose some of those guys like Ashan Manaya, But I think that's the reason when you're a fan, you feel so attached to these guys because you've watched them coming along for so long and you've watched, you know, we watched 
Matt Olson struggle. We watched guys that are no longer here, Matt Chapman struggle, Shamanaya, Chris Bassett. And then when they have that kind of reward and they, they stick with it and it, they click, that's where it's really fun being an A's fan. You, you know what's funny? And you mentioned it where, ah, J.P. Sears could be a three. You know, it baseball's really going to have to adjust. And the way scouts talk, the way we evaluate players, and the way we use scouting reports, now with so many pitchers just going five or six innings, I can't tell you the yeah. difference between a one, two, three, four, or five. <laughs> right? I mean, we're going to yeah. have right now, right now, if he doesn't get hurt, we're going to have one guy pitch over 200 innings, Sandy Alcantara. With Verlander going down now today with the calf, Sandy Alcantara of the Marlins will go 200 innings. If he's the only pitcher in baseball with over 200 innings, I don't even know. I don't. What is a two? What's a three? What's a four? My, I mean, who even knows anymore? Yeah, no, it's a... <laughs> It's a fair point because it's definitely the direction, and I and I know it's like a bane of your existence is that the that's the trend for a lot of baseball Ugh. players. But but you know you're, you're right because where you don't see guys going that short that often is when you get those guys that are rare in the postseason when you need those guys that are going to carry you in those big games. And we know for the A's as, as heartbreaking as it has been, and even when they've made the trade to try and go get the guys, they haven't had those guys consistently be able to deliver and you know give you that seven or eight shutout innings in that big shutdown we're gonna win or take it all kind of game because that's kind of the A's philosophy of going all the way back to Moneyball, right? It's like the the quote from Billy Bean in the book is about I want you taking at bats against the the twelfth guy on the roster, you know, the 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 tenth guy in the bullpen later on in games. And that's what you wind up running into. But now teams are trying to stack it up and you know, we see that with the A's. You look at this bullpen for the A's, and it is built for guys to only go five innings. They aren't counting on guys to go seven innings and just try to have, you know, what Bob Melvin had a few years ago when he only trusted three guys at the back of his bullpen. You know, right now, Mark Kotze, I know Zach Jackson's hurt and he's dealing with some injuries there, but when everyone's healthy, he's got about five or six guys that he can trust. You know, it's funny, you know, talking about how that was the philosophy was to wear down the starting pitcher and get to the bullpen. That's what offenses wanted to do back in the day. Now it's what the pitching staffs want to do. They now want their guy to only go five innings. It's funny in 20 years how things have changed. Like, oh, yeah, grind him so we get to the bullpen. Now front offices are like, get to that bullpen as fast as we can. Life has changed. When the guys coming out of the bullpen are throwing 99, you know, or with like a plus breaking ball, you don't want that anymore. Like, gone are the days for most teams when you see these guys that are like, like the A's is a great example. You don't want to see Sam Mole. You know, he's not closing games out for the A's, but would you want to see a guy like Sam Mole when you're trying to get it going? No, of course not. AJ Puck, you don't want to see that guy coming in in the sixth or seventh inning. A guy like A.J. Puck used to only be available in, like, the ninth inning if he was in somebody's bullpen. And now this guy will come in in the seventh inning. You just don't see those kind of things happening because teams are designing guys to be bullpen guys now. Yeah, and that's why we have law firm games. This this game, <laughs> it almost became a law firm game, but uh, Austin Pruitt went two innings. We are one guy away tonight from the Athletics having a law firm game. It could have been a potential, you know, it wasn't ever that big a blowout, but it had the potential to be like a law firm game with maybe several position players getting into it the way the offense was going today. But A law firm game Montana. with associates? Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> the data doesn't lie. 
Thank you, Scott Emerson. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but it was, you know, a fun game for the, the A's. And, uh, you know, I just am enjoying how much that the, the team is playing uh, because it, it's fun watching these young guys. And then you, you match up. This is one of the rare teams in baseball where the A's actually have a better record than. And the A's are actually, you know, kind of the favorites kind of coming into these games. We don't get to see that that often. And to see that the way that they weren't, you know, a little disheartened early on in the game when they weren't able to kind of break through that they, they really kind of felt confident. And I heard Vince talking about starting this road trip with the guys wearing the football jerseys. We heard from Tony Kemp after the game just saying how good this team is feeling and coming off those wins against the Yankees and coming here playing a team that, you know, record-wise they should be able to, to match up again very well. It's fun watching the A's starting to feel confident again. It's a really good point, Joe. I didn't even think about this. When's the last time the A's were a favorite in a series? When's yeah. the last time the A's were favored in back-to-back games? Yeah. Control uh, the controllables. Yeah. Maybe never this year? I'm stretching. You know, you'd have to think it was if you were lining things up with maybe, you know, Frankie Montas and Paul Blackburn early on in the season when the A's had those guys rolling. But, Short of the way that those guys pitched early in the year, yeah, it's uh, nothing jumps to mind right away that the A's would be favored in back-to-back games. Yeah, I mean that's you know this is the 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 Nats have uh, gutted obviously, and you know we were talking to Kevin Franson uh, about this, who now does their television. Of course, Franny from the Bay Area went to San Jose State, San Jose guy. Um, you know, when you, you've offered you've offered money, you've offered long-term contracts. Uh, Strasburg was the one guy that took it. That's completely failed. You weren't going to keep Scherzer long-term. Uh, and you, you tried to – I mean, you, you basically offered Soto $450 million and he turned it down. I mean, once, once that happens, what are you supposed to do? Yeah. Uh, I mean, there, there's no answer for it. You know, it's – the only thing that they can do is eventually – Hopefully, they'll complete a sale of that team because, you know, if you're a free agent, what would be appealing when you don't know what's going to happen from a team that won the World Series just a few years ago deciding we're going to blow it up? You know, like that's just kind of one of the the things. If you've got options, you're going to choose to go somewhere else, and that's just kind of the nature of it. But it is just kind of funny watching as much flack as a lot of people try to give the A's for the, you know, they don't spend a lot of money, they don't do this. But this team, this franchise with David Forrest, with Billy Bean, they turn over a winning product within a small window. You know, you see it down for two or three years, but even when they're down for two or three years, they start building back up, and then they make that leap, and they're competitive again. You watch a team that has resources, like what the Angels are doing with the kind of money that they can spend, and they can't crack the playoffs, what the Nationals are doing with the kind of resources they have available, even with this owner that wants to sell – it's just all the more impressive what the A's are doing and all the people that like to point at the A's and say this is a problem with baseball. That's not the problem. <laughs> that's not what the the A's are not the problem with what's going on around Major League Baseball. Yeah, I mean, that's oh man, that's there's there's a lot to that and you know, the one I didn't thing, say they're the solution. I didn't say they're the solution, but they're also not the problem. Yeah, well, I mean, the, the good thing, as you said, is they got the, and I've been using this, they got the street cred to turn things around. They don't stay bad yeah. for five years, 10 years, 15. It's like, all right, go for it. All right, we're at that point in time not to go for it. 
reboot real quick and be back at it a year or two or maybe in year three. But you don't stay down for long. Ace fans never have to worry about that. Yeah, and that's the big one. Well, we're going to step aside for a short break. 833-625-2278 is the number. That's 833-625-2278. If you want to sneak in and uh, get your call in, you can also hit me up on Twitter, at VegasJoeHughes. We'll uh, we'll ring that up. Chris Townsend and I in for one more segment, talking about the A's 10-6 win over the Nationals, their third straight win as they get a nice win to start this road trip. We'll talk more about that. Sean Murphy's big night. And Aaron Judge, another home run, all rise. The Judge with his 51st homer. We'll have that as we roll along with A's Clubhouse. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Here comes the pitch. Johnson's dialing in with Ring Central. Smart move. Ring Central lets you call, meet, and message all from the same app. Johnson is really stepping up this quarter. She moves to share her screen. And the client loves the presentation. An excellent play by Johnson with the assist from Ring Central. With Ring Central, you can talk to anyone, anytime, all from the same app. Ring Central, simpler communications. The Coliseum has gone by many names, but none better than The Last Dive Bar. Hi, everyone. Ken Korak here, and my friends at Last Dive Bar are helping us celebrate our longtime home. Last Dive Bar has the most unique merchandise for all Oakland baseball fans. T-shirts, sweatshirts, the Ray Fossey line, and my personal favorite, the lights have taken full effect. Visit their website at lastdivebar.com or follow them on social media at Last Dive Bar. All proceeds are invested back into the A's Community Fund and their affiliated charities. Go to lastdivebar.com. That's Last Dive Bar. Trackphone wants to know, are you an influencer, a big live streamer? No? Then guess what? You don't need an endless data plan. Get just the right amount of data with Trackphone's $40 unlimited talk and text smartphone plan. Now with 8 gigs of high-speed data and unlimited carryover on America's largest, most dependable network, now with 5G. Get the data you need at the price you want. TrackPhone Wireless. Now you're in control. Available at major retailers. 5G-compatible device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. See terms and conditions at TrackPhone.com. Ask Sherwin-Williams during the Endless Summer Sale, August 26th through September 5th, and get 30% off paints and stains with prices starting at $29.39. That means 30% off our most popular color family, blue. Psychologists have found it to be soothing and relaxing, which makes it especially great for bedrooms and bathrooms. And, of course, 30% off all of our other colors. Shop the sale online or visit your neighborhood Sherwin-Williams store. Retail sales only. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Here are some easy tips to get the most out of a time-of-use rate plan. 
Number one, during peak times, get your dishes loaded and your clothes ready to wash or dry. Then wait until off-peak times to press the start button. Number two, run your AC during off-peak hours, then nudge it up to 78 degrees when peak hours begin. Number three, one of the easiest ways to conserve energy is by turning off appliances, televisions, and lights. To see more easy tips, visit pge.com touinfo. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. Yep, even easier than that. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. Get Labor Day savings at Lowe's. Buy one, get one 50% off select HGTV home by Sherwin-Williams Paint and Cabot Exterior Stains via rebate. And save on Lowe's exclusive Stainmaster laminate flooring starting at $269 per square foot. It's three times wear resistant and backed by a lifetime limited warranty. Shop Labor Day savings now at Lowe's. Stainmaster claims compared to standard residential grade laminate. See warranty at Lowe's.com slash Stainmaster. Conditions and exclusions apply. See store Lowe's.com for paint details and restrictions. While supplies last. Offer valid to 9-7. Hey, Ace fans, check out Longport Fish Company, an exciting new chef-driven seafood restaurant located in the Veranda Shopping Center in Concord. Longport features the highest quality lobsters, oysters, king salmon, flavorful chipino, and much, much more. It features a full bar of craft cocktails, local brews, and a curated wine list. Longport Fish Company is for all occasions, too. Date night, business meetings, catching an A's game at the bar, or bringing the whole family. Check us out at longportfc.com on Yelp and on all social media. Everyone, who's manning the front tonight? Big E's nightclub needs a bouncer with a military background. Dougie, I need you to keep eyes on the back. Security who lays down the no-no when the uns-uns get too intense. That Swedish DJ duo is back tonight. Y'all remember last time. Indeed can help them hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. You can schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from your employer dashboard. Visit indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly, cookies and milk, Oakland and Kaiser Permanente. If that last one caught you off guard, it shouldn't, because Kaiser Permanente has been helping keep Oakland healthy since our very beginning. And as the official healthcare partner of the Oakland A's, that won't be changing anytime soon. Whatever you may need, you can trust Kaiser Permanente to help keep you feeling your best. Kaiser Permanente, thrive. Visit kp.org today. Here comes the 1-1. Garcia swings, hits it high in the air to left center. It's deep. Going back is Thomas at the track, looking up, and it's gone into left center field. A two-run homer for Dermis Garcia, and it cuts the Nationals' lead to 4-3. to And that is the first home run in the career of Dermis Garcia. A high, towering blast to left center field. And so far, Garcia is getting his opportunity and doing his best to run with it. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Nice call from Alex Jensen there on the Dermis Garcia homer as the A's get the 10-6 win over the Nationals. A nice way to start this road trip as the A's have now won Three in a row, they've been playing very well. They're 8-6 and six over their last 14 games. 
Good evening, Joe Hughes and Chris Townsend in with you here on uh, A's Clubhouse, 833-625-2278, the number. If you want to jump in, one final segment as we're talking about the A's win today, and it was a nice way for the A's to start this road trip, you know, coming off of... You had all those guys from the 2002 team in for the weekend celebrating the 20-game win streak. And then to have them kind of, you know, rubbing shoulders, mixing elbows with the guys that that knew what it's like to come and kind of build something in Oakland with some of these young guys. It was great to see the way that the A's kind of closed out that weekend against the Yankees and the way that they've been able to, to carry it in here against the Nationals. And a lot of exciting stuff, man. I'm really looking forward, Chris, to uh, seeing what maybe uh, Ken Waldachuk can bring as he is uh, going to get called up later on this week. He'll get the start, I believe, on Thursday's game as the A's are trying to roll along here. But just a lot of uh, exciting stuff happening with these uh, young A's as we're watching it down the stretch instead of kind of leaking oil down the stretch. You're watching these young guys really get a chance to kind of prove themselves. Do you know what they call uh, three wins in a row? <laughs> is that called a winning streak? And it's it a winning streak, Joe. Got <laughs> a winning streak. streak. Come it on. It has happened before. There you go. I mean, why not? Let's have some fun with it. I mean, this is, you know, we're not dealing with expectations. We want to see young guys. We want to see young guys play. They just beat the Yankees two games straight. As you mentioned, going to break. My God, Judge has 51 home runs and we're not even in september absolutely amazing i'm glad they're playing right now i think it's really good for our sport to see two guys up for the mvp playing against each other getting a lot of attention when let's face it in our sports world right now most people are talking about training camps and football season but you know baseball right now has has some kind of sexy in it and that that is good but from an a standpoint you know, you've won three in a row. Have a good road trip here. You're going to be facing a very exciting Baltimore team after this who's fighting for their playoff lives, and they're, they're a fun story to watch as they're, they've turned around uh, baseball in a great baseball city, Charm City, and that's going to be a lot of fun. But just to watch the young players, and you mentioned uh, Ken Waldachuk, and we're going to have his former head coach on Ace Cast Live tomorrow. And – He's got some nasty stuff. They recently posted this video when he struck out seven in a row down in Las yeah. Vegas, and you see how he really hides the ball behind him. Not something that's traditional on how to teach a guy, but you could see deception plus stuff is a big part of his career. And if you tell me that we're going to get two starting pitchers for next year out of the Frankie Montas deal, that's huge. Yeah, that is definitely huge. And, you, you know, you set it up really well as we're talking about uh, the, the A's over here. But we are talking a little A's and Yankees and combining it with that trade. But before we do that, you brought up Aaron Judge, and I want to get into that MVP race, which is a lot of fun. But as you mentioned, he had a big home run, his 51st of the year. As we take a look at our out-of-town scoreboard, brought to you by Mechanics Bank. And as we take a look, we see that Aaron Judge doing something special because baseball – there's a lot of narrative that goes into how guys win the MVP. It's not all just numbers. It can be sometimes, but you start building that narrative, and the home run chase that Aaron Judge is putting on is drawing a lot of attention, and he had a big one tonight. High fly ball, deep right field. Ward back, turning, looking. See ya! Number 51, Aaron Judge, a three-run home run, and the Yankees lead 7-2. 
you respect him for challenging him with fastballs but you wonder if you don't want better off taking your chances with staying that three run shot all the damage done with two outs 10 away from tying Roger Maris's American League record. Well, you heard the, the you heard the call there, which does set me up to my question for you, Chris, because you say we respect a guy for challenging him with a fastball. We've seen when these home run races start to get really tight towards the end, you stop seeing guys maybe being as respectful in the way that they're challenging guys with a fastball. Now, the Yankees have a very deep lineup, so you, yes, you heard on the call there, you know, are you going to face Aaron Judge? Are you going to face Stanton? Who do you feel comfortable with? But what do you see being down the stretch in the last month of the season? Are we still going to see guys throwing 95 up in the zone to Aaron Judge? Or is this guy just going to get breaking ball, breaking ball, and it's going to be down and away? If you want to swing at it, good for you, but you're not getting anything in the zone, buddy. I, I hope they challenge him. I mean, there's nothing worse than essentially backing away from the challenge, especially on teams. You know, it's one thing if you're – Going into a series, if there was still a race for the American League East, and you're talking about Tampa and Toronto, but, you know, when when you're facing teams that are so out of it like the Angels, and it just drives me nuts when when I hear these managers, like Phil Nevin. Phil Nevin can get – I actually heard him in an interview today, and Phil Nevin is not going to get hired to be the manager after this. And so Hmm. you can sit there and you can – Oh, we're about winning games every single blah, blah, blah. And you're, like, pitching around Aaron Judge. I'm not saying Phil did that, but I'm just using him in a, as an example. If you're not going to play the sport and go after a guy and let's just let your pitchers learn, let them learn how to compete. I mean, if you're actually trying to squeak out wins at this time of the year when you're so far under 500, and, I mean, I know he wants to think he still has a chance at the job, but there's no way he's going to come back. But still compete. Let your let your young guys. Whether we talked back in the day, Bonds, McGuire, Sosa, and they're going after it. Let your young guys compete against them. Let them learn from it. Whether they have the the successes of beating them or they get beat by those great hitters, but you learn from that. You don't learn at this point being X amount of games out, X amount of games under five hundred, and pitching chicken. You don't learn anything as a young pitcher. Let them go out there and compete. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I mean, I want to see this race come down to, you know, it's going to be one of those great baseball arguments. And I've heard you talk about Shohei Otani and guys that only go five innings. And I know there's a lot of people that like Shohei Otani as the MVP in the American League. And then you've got Aaron Judge, a guy that may have to break Roger Maris's record and hit 60 plus home runs to kind of crack that open a little bit. Otherwise, you're going to wind up with a bunch of guys that may be bolting to the National League because they say, you know, I don't want to lose the MVP every single year to a guy that's pitching and hitting. Even if he's not putting up as big a numbers, you know, I don't pitch. I only hit and, I, you know, putting up huge numbers. But this guy also pitches. And so I'm going to lose the MVP to him every single year. And you're going to have guys, maybe Aaron Judge is one of those. If he stays in the American League, maybe has it written into his contract that instead of having to win the MVP to get that big contract bonus, that he's got to have, you know, a top three finish or something like that. Well, I mean, this will only happen for so long at this level. And where he is right now in his career, it is a special time. But as we see... Father Time loses to nobody, and he's 28 years old, so this will only happen 
I mean, I could he pitch a long time? Sure. Will he hit a long time? I'm pretty sure of that. But at this level, as a starting pitcher and a hitter, I don't think it'll go on too much longer. And what it, it is truly amazing, but a lot of it, what I hear, is a lot of fanboy in it. You know, it, yes, it is. It's <laughs> is that amazing. what really bothers you about it? Is it like people just get a little too geeked up on it? No, I no. We should. I think what what what's ha- what, what sucks is we're put into a position to now criticize it because we're having to pick between right. people, right? And I already went over this a long time ago, and everybody just glossed over this. That at one point the Angels were battling to be the top team in the American League West and to be one of the top teams in the American League. And if you go back to that point, and they lost fourteen games in a row, and they had a horrible losing streak. And they basically shot themselves in the foot and got their manager fired. Otani was terrible during that time. So when you look at his MVP moments, people are looking, okay, team's out of it. Team's not playing well. He has some good games. Now everybody wants to highlight that. No one wants to highlight when the team took its ultimate dive. Trout played terrible. He played terrible. Team all of a sudden fell out of contention. Nobody wants to go back to that. We still want it, and that's why I say fanboy. They want to just look at it. He pitches and he hits. Well, if we're really going to dissect this, when we say he hits, that's all he does is hit. All he is is a DH. And something I'm probably going to do in the next couple days on the show to really show you a great example of looking at fanboy way to look at it if you go look at Big Poppy's overall war, his big his overall war is 55.3. It's literally one of the lowest of any Hall of Famers. The guy that we just saw his jersey retire here in the Bay Area, Will Clark had a higher war than Big Poppy. And Will Clark's not getting the Hall of Fame, let alone a first ballot Hall of Famer. You would be amazed at the guys who can't get into Hall of Fame who had a far better war, but the reason why they had a far better war is because they played every day. When you're a DH and you only hit, there's a lot of the game you don't play, so it's a game of math. So you don't have a lot of math, and this is my explanation constantly between Judge and Otani. When Otani pitches once every five days and just DHs, his total contribution to the game is just not as much as Judge, who plays every day, plays a premium defensive position. It's just his math totals a lot more than Otani's. Now, Otani has cut up lately, but still, if you look at their wars, it's getting closer, but Judge is higher. Yeah, but I think it is pretty close, right? It's like they're both above seven on the season was the last yeah, I Yeah, it I just saw got it. there before before right. Otani was at like five-something. Otani has closed right. it, but that just shows you how great Judge has been all year long. And I think what's great about this is this is a MVP race against stars that are on the national level yeah. of stars. You know, like that's what baseball has been needing is, is kind of like a star kind of race where a guy like Aaron Judge, a guy for the Yankees, Big market, everyone knows who he is. Shohei Otani, international star. Everyone knows who he is, again, in a big market, even on a losing team. And there's a lot to debate in here because you've got the Yankees, one of the best teams in baseball record-wise. You've got the Angels, a team that's you know not going that, that far. A team the A's had a chance to catch record-wise for a while because they've been struggling despite all their, their resources. But 
you know, you get into baseball as one of those games, unlike, you know, the NBA and unlike the NFL, where one guy can really be the MVP and make you a good team or not. Hey, you know, I, 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 I just went to the box score real quick. Check this out. Yeah. So here you got Judge, who's in this game tonight, two for three. He's got the home run. He's got three RBIs and two runs scored. Shohei Otani got a base hit and was just caught stealing. <laughs> okay? Now, Judge, yeah. Judge is playing center field tonight. Shohei Otani is going to hit four times, and that's it. So when you start to look at the everyday contribution of a guy that plays in the field plus hits versus a guy who never grabs a glove other than to pitch, you really have to weigh what they're doing per game. And, and, and that way, this has nothing to do then that one guy's on a good team and one guy's on a bad team. We're just taking their numbers, their math. We're in a game of math, right? Everything you do is added up, and we come up with different numbers. So what's their math? Take everything Otani does on the mound, take everything he does as just a DH, and then take everything that Judge does as an offensive and defensive player, add them all up, and tell me who's higher. It really doesn't yeah. – it doesn't – It the math is the math. It doesn't matter – if one guy's in New York, one guy's in Orange County, one guy's on a good team, one guy's on a bad team, tell me what the math is. Tell me who's doing more and contributing more on the field. And that way we can get away from the, oh, my God, he's doing something we've never seen. Because it, it, well, I, I, it, I you, get the you unicorn the argument year one. I can't go unicorn argument for years. I just can't do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and speaking of the number game, here's uh, Ryan Spader on Twitter just dropped this one that Aaron Judge has 50 homers over his last 113 games played. Here's the list of players with 50 homers over a 113-game stretch in a single season. It is an impressive list. Babe Ruth, Roger Maris, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, Barry Bonds, and Ryan Howard. And now Aaron Judge is is in that that in that club. And so... You know, what he's doing, it's Wait, undeniably Wait, go over that list impressive. again. Go over that list again. Okay. Players with at least 50 homers over a 113-game stretch. Babe Ruth, another unicorn there. Roger Maris, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, Barry Bonds, and Ryan Howard. And what is the difference between... And I hate the Yankees, so the fact that I'm, I'm, I'm doing all this drives me nuts. But what's the difference between <laughs> Aaron Judge and all those players? Those guys have MVPs for well, some of them at least. But yeah, yeah I mean, this this guy's playing a premium. Not always. Yeah, he's playing a right. lot of center field. None of those guys played center. When we're talking premium defensive positions, you're talking a lot of first base, right field, left field. You're talking about a guy who the majority he's played center field than any other position this year. Yeah, I mean, and and I think that that's. Early on this season, it really seemed like he was going to have to do a lot to buck the trend of people that were going to see that narrative of what Shohei Otani was doing and say, this guy pitches and hits, that's it. You know, and he does both very, very well, and so that's it for me. But, you know, what Aaron Judge is doing right now is being able to buck that trend and knock that off so that he has not just a chance, but I think that it's starting to tip a little bit more in his favor. Now, Shohei Otani is, you know, playing very well. He made up a lot of ground in war, like we were just mentioning, and he's made it really close. So maybe he closes things out in this last month because we just saw how much the Yankees were struggling for a little while. But if Aaron Judge 
makes it out there and passes Roger Maris's record, you know, that's going to be a hard narrative for even the people that aren't as heavily number-driven to ignore. Well, can you just imagine if Aaron Judge, and just talk about the two differences in these guys' environments. I mean, I'm just yeah. gonna I'm, I'm gonna do it from an environment standpoint. Shohei Otani was able to be in an environment where his team lost a franchise record 14 straight games, basically for three games, just played so bad that the manager got fired. And he played bad. His pitching wasn't good. His hitting wasn't good. Now, and no one really eh, really said much other than, wow, Joe Madden got fired. I'm shocked. Can you imagine if for three weeks the Yankees didn't win and Aaron Judge didn't play well, what his environment would be like versus what right. it was like for Otani? No, I mean, it's a, it's a great point because, you know, that that's another aspect that makes it hard to ignore. I mean, it it's hard to ignore what Aaron Judge is doing right now. It's just it's really impressive and it's I think it's just great for baseball. You know, the the, the no conversation doubt. is great for baseball. Just something to check the box score other than your own team every single night is a great thing for baseball and it's a great thing for young fans to have these big larger than life stars kind of really coming to the top of the game and you know as you mentioned football's coming up. We've got basketball starting next month. You're going to have training camps opening again and to have to cut through some of that you're going to need those big stars being somebody that people are, are, are checking in to want to see. So I think it's really fun, man. It's been about as much fun as watching the A's get a win today and uh, a 10-6 win for the A's, their third straight as they beat the Nationals tonight to start off this road trip. As we take a look at what's on deck, presented by Ashby Lumber. Ashby Lumber, for all your building and remodeling needs, learn more at ashbylumber.com. Before we get in here and get out of here, and uh, we're going to check out what's coming up next. It's going to be James Caprillion and Anibal Sanchez for a 405 first pitch as the A's are trying to roll along. Total access will get started at 305. And Chris, I'll give you a chance. You know, what do you got coming up for us on uh, A's total access tomorrow? It's going to be a fun uh, watching what the A's are doing here in a series. You know, I couldn't believe until I heard it earlier today, the A's haven't been to D.C. in this ballpark before. So it's fun kind of getting to see a new ballpark for the A's, especially when they can hit it out the way they did today. Where were you in 2005? But it wasn't here at this ballpark, right? It was no. at RFK. It was RF. Where were you in 2005? 2005, I would have been a sophomore in college. That's how long ago it's been since the athletics. Mark Kotze, by the way, played in all three games in a sweep against the Nats. <laughs> That's how long ago it was. Um, tomorrow, we got a very special show for you. Ace Cast Live starting at 1 o'clock. Mike Farron, who hosts, uh, hosts the great show, Power Alley on Sirius XM, MLB Radio, will be here at 1.30. Sean Doolittle, remember him, Do? Oh, another, another ginger-bearded brethren right there. He'll be uh, here at 2 o'clock. And then Eric Venezuela, former St. Mary's head coach, now the head coach for the Long Beach State Dirtbags, uh, was Waldachuk's head coach. He's going to join us tomorrow to tell us all about the left-hander. That will be at 2.30. So we are jam-packed from 1 o'clock till 3 o'clock, A's Cast Live. Listen, athletics.com slash A's Cast, or you can watch it on the A's YouTube channel or on Twitter at AthleticsCast24. By the way, we haven't talked about it. I don't know how people feel about it. 
I feel horrible that I didn't get to see it because you didn't tell me that was your day doing it. And then all of a sudden I got done with the pregame show and they went, yeah, Joe Hughes threw out the first pitch. So I've now <laughs> seen the video of it. I think it was classic. You took the selfie that you'll have for the rest of your life on the mound, which is awesome. And then number two, I know it was a little high, but if you're if you're going to miss, you miss high. You don't bounce the ball. I thought the first pitch, I give it an easy BB plus. Oh, man. Well, I appreciate that because there was a lot of, uh, you know, I, I took a lot of input. I asked you about it. I asked Ken Korak about it last time I was here with you guys. And, you know, Ken's advice was there's a reason there's a big net behind there. So don't, you know, don't bounce it in the ground. Let it go high. But the selfie was something I felt like it was a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity possibly. You got to get up there. You got to, ha- you know, take advantage of it. But then I felt rushed. You know, you got to get the phone back in your pocket. You got to get your glove on. You got to get the ball in. And then I just kind of turned and, and threw. And then I was just happy that, it, you know, I'm not going to wind up on SportsCenter with like 50 cent for having one oh. of the worst first pitches in the history of the game. But it was a lot of fun, man. It was cool to... To stand up there on the mound and, you know, a guy that grew up here. I was born in Oakland, grew up in the Bay Area, obviously a big A's fan. And, you know, to go to get the whole experience was just like a, a cool moment. And then the fireworks on the field. I had, a, you know, I think I had 20 family members. My grandma was out there. She's in a wheelchair, but we were able to still go down and take an elevator down, go out into the field, enjoy the fireworks and just have it be like a big family event. And, you know, I got the jersey with my name on it and I got the Kelly Green jersey because I've got the A's. I got the white jerseys. You know, I've got everything else. But now I've got the Kelly Green to really complete it. So thank you to the A's for having me out. But it was it was just a really cool, fun moment, man. I can I give you the one thing that I wasn't happy about? Yeah, okay, go ahead. Can I give you that one I was thing? DJ Joe Hughes? Huh? <laughs> that I, that they listed me as DJ Joe Hughes cuz I assume that they think anybody that works in radio must be a DJ. No, uh, yeah, we've all been called a DJ many times and I've never spun a record before. Um right. No. They didn't say you're part they didn't say you're part of us. They just mentioned KCBS. Yeah, I know, man. I uh, I didn't have any say in that, and so I, I was I was with you on that 100. percent That I would have like, gotten, you know. I mean, there's so many people that go, oh yeah, KCBS, but they would have heard A's cast, the A's broadcast. I mean, you're one of us. You got you know, no credit. I brought it up. I brought it up when I was down in the dugout talking to some of the guys down there. I was like, hey, how you doing? I'm uh, Joe Hughes, filling for Chris Townsend sometime on A's cast, and you know, just getting to shake everyone's hand. It was. It was a cool moment, man. It was a, it was a fun thing to do. And then I'll tell you what I didn't do that I needed to. I didn't practice on a mound before I got up there. I did everything else. Like I like I even did what you said. I got there early, warmed up in the parking lot, but everything's flat ground. Yeah. And when you're out there on the mound, you know that's where things are a little bit different. Besides everything that's going on all around and all the fanfare, I didn't practice on a mound. And I think that that's part of the reason that I sailed it so high. It the only thing that people remember about your first pitch is if you bounce it. Right. No one knows whether it was a strike, it was a little up, a little out, a little in. No one remembers it. They, As you mentioned, the ones like 50 Cent and the really bad Fauci, the really bad ones, that's the only Carly time people Ray remember. Carly Jepsen, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, in Tampa. Hers was terrible. That's the right. only one that that's what they show. So you threw a nice one, got over the plate, it was caught, no one got hurt, boom. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, that's it. You're either going to have one that nobody remembers or you're going to be on SportsCenter and have to live it down for the rest of your life. Can so you just was, imagine uh... everybody watching you <laughs> and you had one of those moments that are so bad it goes viral? Oh, my God. Well, then it's tough to, like, be in the media at that point because then you have to go face these guys that do that professionally and you're forever labeled as, like, one of the worst first pitches that comes up on one of those top five lists on, like, a Friday not top ten on SportsCenter, you know? Yeah. No. Yeah, you're good. Trust me, you're good. Well, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. It was fun filling in, man, talking a little baseball with you here on the post game, especially with the way that the A's are playing. And a lot of fun things uh, to keep an eye out for as we keep an eye on this uh this A season coming to a stretch. We know it's obviously not leading anywhere for the playoffs, but just watching this young team kind of kind of come together and start to feel good about things. And Sean Murphy with the grand slam tonight. And I mean, this is a guy that is anchoring this lineup right now. So you give those young guys a chance to kind of feel comfortable because if you're one of those young guys, it's got to feel so much easier when you're slotting in there and you've got a guy like Sean Murphy holding down the middle, Stephen Vogt holding down the middle so you can be in the bottom of that lineup as a Jonah Bride or a Cal Stevenson or a Nick Allen and feel like my job is not to carry the team. My job is just to to figure it out and, and to be me. I think that's a big help for some of these guys. Give the young guys playing time. Let them learn, let them fail, let them succeed. The worst thing you can do from Joe, I mean, even like when we were young in our career, is if you're on the air one day, off the air for three, then back on, you need to be on the air every day. You need to hit every day. You need to play every day. Whether we talk about basketball, football, hockey, baseball, these guys need to play every day. They need to learn the grind. They need to learn the ups, the downs. They need to learn how to handle going well. They need to learn how to handle going bad. They just need to play. And why the hell not? You got nothing to lose. Absolutely. Well, nothing to lose for the A's today as they start off this road trip with a 10-6 win over the Nationals. Their third straight win improved to 8-6 and over the last 14 games. So the A's playing much better. Townie will be back with you tomorrow. It's James Caprillion on the hill against Anibal Sanchez for a 4.05 first pitch. That means A's total access. That gets started at 3.05. And just a reminder, you can always head over to athletics.com slash A's cast. Hear any of the great A's content. It'll be posted there. Lots of great interviews. So whenever you're out at the gym or running around the Bay Area, head over to athletics.com slash A's cast and catch up with all the great A's interviews. And here's some of the great stuff that's going on there. Athletics.com slash A's cast. So Joe Hughes joining Chris Townsend today on A's clubhouse as the a's get the win they'll be back at it tomorrow make sure you tune in early starting at 305 for a's total access and chris will be with you starting at 105 leading up to that 405 first pitch joe hughes in for chris townsend this has been a's clubhouse when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over 600 dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply mother's day is around the corner find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from blue nile from timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones blue nile has something she'll adore need it fast most items can ship overnight plus enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns 
Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. Okay, easy now. You're teaching your kid how to parallel park. Ouch! <laughs> Turns out he likes to do it by feel. <laughs> Don't worry, eBay Motors has bumpers, taillights, trunk lids, license plate holders, 122 million parts. Pull up just a little bit. And headlights. <laughs> They've got lots of headlights. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors, let's ride. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Stay cool this summer with AC Pro and O'Reilly Auto Parts. Right now, get a $15 O'Reilly Auto Parts gift card after mail-in rebate with the purchase of select AC Pro ready-to-use refrigerant products that include a hose and gauge. Beat the heat before you hit the road with AC Pro at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Billy, this deck is great for getting everyone together. Thanks. We're really enjoying the outdoor space, especially on a day like today. What's the material? Humboldt Redwood from Ashby Lumber. They gave us a great deal, provided us with a quick quote, and we couldn't be happier. We even found a great contractor through their online contractor directory. Don't miss a day outdoors. Visit Ashby Lumber in Berkeley or Concord to see our stock of naturally strong, naturally beautiful Humboldt Redwood. Find out more at ashbylumber.com. For all your building needs, Ashby Lumber. If you have a small business, Staples has your sign. Banners for my bakery? Staples has your sign. Oh, posters for my new pet store. Floor decals for a pharmacy. Every day, Staples Associates help every kind of small business create bold signs to make big impressions. And now get $10 off custom signs, banners, and posters when you spend $50 or more. This is your sign, so print it big at Staples. Ends 10-1. Visit staplesconnect.com slash thisisyoursign for details. In the front, we'll take out that tree, install a new fence. You're gonna call 811, right? Isn't that just for excavators? No, dude. Calling 811 is for excavators, homeowners, contractors, anyone. Natural gas lines and other utilities can be buried anywhere. Call 811 two working days before any digging project to get all underground lines marked for free. Thanks, deep-voiced narrator. You're welcome, dude. Brought to you by Southwest Gas. Now batting, Xfinity Internet. It's made to do anything, so you can do anything. Supercharge your home with incredibly fast and powerful supersonic Wi-Fi. With three times more bandwidth, it covers all the bases and then some. And strike out billions of threats with advanced security that helps keep you safe at home and on the go. If you're keeping score, that's Internet that does it all. That's unbeatable Internet from Xfinity, proud partner of the Oakland Athletics. Restrictions apply, not available in all areas. This has been the A's Clubhouse Show. Murphy, it's a high fly ball, right center. Straw going back deep in the alley. He'll turn and watch it fly. One swing of the bat shoots the A's in front in the bottom of the first. Swung on, hit in the air, right field, hit well. Back on it is Cabrera at the wall. It's gone. Steven Vogt has hit it out. Steven Vogt has hit it out to tie the game at two. Be sure to visit athletics.com slash A's cast for exclusive content, including pre and post game for every game. 2-2 pitch, swing and a miss, blew it by him at 95, and Zach Jackson strikes out the side. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of A's Baseball.